Good morning and welcome to another episode of A Cup of Wave where it all starts over a conversation and a cup of tea. And uh, I have been glossing all morning and I am covered in it. I didn't think I could actually get whiter, but there you go. <laughs> and it's it's coming along, my whole way is coming along quite nicely. It's something I hate doing. I hate decorating. It's boring, it's mundane. It's the same for gardening. I hate it. It's boring. It's mundane. There is something about that kind of stuff that really drives me insane. I really don't know what it is, but I don't like it. Can't stand it. But lesser of two evils. Either I do it and enjoy the, you know, enjoy it once it's done and then it's done, or I just sit there complaining that it's not getting done and hating it all just as much. So. So that's my morning. So as I say, we're here to talk about, we'll have the open conversations over a brew. So today I got this idea because of talking to a friend last night. And we was talking about how, obviously I, I share ideas with friends um, and people who are content creators. And, you know, you like to swap ideas, not only that, but people might not people see stuff that I want because I don't think like them so it's always good to have somebody's different perspective sometimes it's an opinion sometimes it's critical um critical bloody hell we'll get more words out in a minute it's constructive criticism sometimes it's outright you know I don't like that so I wouldn't do it so you shouldn't do it you kind of got to understand that where it's coming from and if a person cares about you it's generally constructive criticism with their own opinion behind it so i was talking to a friend we were talking about how we'd like to get our messages and our content out and how to sort out videos and also where are where are main because everybody has that one thing they're either a writer they're either a videoer you know that kind of stuff like when it comes to content you kind of have one that's your strongest point and weirdly enough, it's either voice for me or um, writing, posts and stuff like that. Which, when it came to creative writing, I was never the one for creative writing. So it's kind of like, not to say that I'm creatively coming up with, like, as in like I'm creating crap when I write these posts. Because I never post anything I don't believe in. Or, as I've had to be careful with, is quote stuff that... I don't know about the person. I always like to research before I put a quote up. So, yes. I was talking to them. And we came up with something. We got on the subject of David Goggins. And David Goggins is somebody I admire so much. Like, I swear to God, I I love that man. And the simple fact that he is a... Um, advocate would be a wrong word. Maybe it's the right word. But... He's a strong voice of hard work. Like everything's hard, so you might as well just get on with it. And he put a video up of his nasty ass toe. And I actually said that to, to a friend, nasty ass toe. Um, but it came down to his toe wouldn't be that nasty if he hadn't have done the hard work. That toe, even people are like, what the hell? Um, that toe represents all the hard work that he's put in and a little bit of damage and a blister to a toe is a 
relatively messed up toenail, for the stuff that he's got out of it, you're gonna have some scars, which leads me to today's podcast. Um, scars. Now, partly I, I wanted to talk about this because I want to talk about my scar. I've got lots of mental scars and I've also got one or two physical scars. So, I thought, how about we talk about scars? Because scars are damage that have healed, but the skin, if it's physical, the skin never heals the same. And that's like us. When we heal, we never quite heal the same. There's always something left on us, some sort of mark. So I'm going to tell you a story. You can laugh, you cannot laugh, you can go, what the hell? But trust me, it comes into context. So when I first moved into my flat in London with my then partner, who was my kid's dad, um, we were flat broke. It was me, him and our daughter. And I mean, when I say we were flat broke, we were flat broke. We are hand washing. We were trying to make ends meet. We we walked everywhere, but we made our little family work because that was what was important. As long as our daughter was fed, as long as everything else was sorted out, it was cool. Well, I was offered a free washing machine. Now, as you can imagine, after six six months of hand washing, um, clothes in a bathtub, because we was trying to strive to get. Because not only did we have to get a washing machine, we had to get it plumbed and paid for it to be plumbed um and i was offered a washing machine that but like it might need a new belt you might need to fix it i was like you're offering me a washing machine and if it's like you know not much maybe i could fix it myself worth a shot right okay you can see this isn't gonna end well right so his dad's like, no, nope, I'm not having none of this. I'm staying well out of the way. This obviously looks like something that's obviously going to go wrong. It's not going to be fixed. And he just buggered off because he was like, I'm not having part of this. I told you it's a bad idea. And to be fair, he was right. It was. But we'll get on to that. So I, <laughs> in all my infinite wisdom and apparently all my non-knowledge of washing machines, I decided I was going to fix it. Now, it was about putting a belt on. Now, having the knowledge that I do, I know that the belt had been stretched and it was no way it was going to stay on it, as well as there was something in it that was loose that was supposed to hold the belt that had broken off. Didn't know that at the time. Me being 19, 20, we're talking... 14 years ago, nobody's telling me shit, I'm Mrs. Boss Woman, I can do this, my ego's bigger than Mount fucking Everest, right, so I start fixing it, belt comes off, fuck's sake, sort it out, belt comes off, fuck's sake, like, this went on for a while, so as you can imagine, I'm like, Rrr. and my kid's dad sat in the living room going, I am not being part of this, because I'm going to lose my head. And every now and again, I just get a, you're right, yeah. Just leave me alone, all right. 
So, this went over quite well. Didn't even get a full load done. But that's the annoying part. And then I decided to, out of my anger and frustration, decided to fix the belt, but forgot to switch the mains off. At a spin. And we're in my haze of anger. I stuck my arms in to put the belt on. I knocked the on button with my hip. I have rather large hips. But I knocked the on button with my hip. And little did I know, apparently the electrics can burn like a bitch. I now have, and it's a lot smaller than it was before, but I now have about an inch scar where the electrics burnt in as my hands span with the drum. In the back of a washing machine, I had to rip out my hands. Um, I, I was about elbow deep. I had to rip out my arms and obviously kid's dad kit like he just he said he just sensed there was something not quite right so he's like right i best go check comes in and he's like the look of shock on his face was your skin sizzling and my skin was sizzling i kid you not it was like sausages you ever thought i've seen a, a, a pan you know when you put sausages in a pan it goes that's pretty much more what i am was doing and he's like what the fuck? And I didn't feel it. Honestly, I didn't feel it. And, oh, but it, did I feel it as it was healing? It went a little manky. I had to, and obviously with my ego, because I was like, I don't need a doctor. I will heal. I've got a big chunk missing out my fucking arm and I don't need it. Blah, 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 blah. And eventually, once I started listening, people were saying, you need to try this cream. It's for burns. It'll do better. Blah, blah, blah. And it healed. And I've now left with a scar, which, to be fair, is a lot smaller than it, the actual burn was. So, you know, always good. But within that was a lesson. And I'm going to break it down because... Not only is it a funny story now when I think, but it wasn't funny at the time. Like, I could have lost my arms, or a arm, or at least a finger. And if that was two seconds, I could have, anything could have happened to me. But, we're going to break down the story. Because I think there's a lesson for it for anybody. I have many more scar stories, but I thought we'd have a bit of comedic with it. So, when it comes to scars... There's always a story behind it, as evident to the story of my scar on my arm. There is a story behind every scar. You do not get a mark on your skin in the same way as you do not get a mark on your mind without there being some sort of trauma to create it. And when I was, I never realised what kind of damage that what I was doing was going to do to me. Never in my head had it comprehended that me not being a washing machine specialist trying to fix a machine would have not turned out right because it just didn't in my head. All I was concerned about was one thing and that was saving money. That's all I wanted to do was save money. I got a free washing machine I could fix it. 
I was concerned about the wrong thing. I was concerned about, I was so focused. And that's the thing is when I have noticed with trauma is when things are happening to us, we are focused on the wrong thing. So we don't feel the trauma when it happens. Like I said, when I got burned, I didn't feel it. Like, you ask me, honestly, you could ask me, what does it feel like to have electric wires burn into your skin? And I actually genuinely could not recall it because the trauma was so much for my brain that it just cancelled it out, the adrenaline and everything like that. The only concern I had at the time was rip your fucking arms out before you lose them. So I didn't feel that. I was I was focused on the wrong thing. So when something went wrong, I had to focus on the right thing. So a scar is better than losing my arm. But they're still not exactly the best outcomes, if you understand what I mean. We focus on the wrong thing. So when the trauma happens, we don't realise that the trauma has happened. There was no way I could have comprehended that my arm was burning. I didn't even know my arm was burning. Do you know what I actually remember is the wires cut the, the like the belt and the the drum cutting into my fingers i remember that but i don't remember the burn i don't remember that at all and I'll, and it wasn't until after that i saw it and trauma comes from mis i believe um and i think that trauma comes from a lot of misplacement we didn't it wasn't the outcome we expected and then the trauma happens you don't expect to be scarred. You don't go into a situation expecting to come out damaged. And you also, you can put that to anything. If you go into any situation and you stepped out with trauma, how would you ever have expected to step out with trauma? You can't. You can't possibly comprehend. Your brain can't. I mean, we all can think of bad things. Like, I've done it myself. But there's no way you can comprehend that you're going to be scarred in some form of way. And that's the thing is I didn't with the washing machine. I was so focused on something else that the comprehension of being electrocuted to well, the electric bit melting my skin was just not. When I think back now, it's like it never even entered my head. The spinny thing and losing an arm, maybe. But that no i couldn't have it just is not it within my mindset as which is that's where a lot of our trauma comes from it's not in our mindset the actual percentages of these bad things happening to us are pretty low apart from like mid traumas uh, apart from stuff like if you were to go to the army or if you were sort of having a bad upbringing there obviously your your chances are a lot higher but it it also depends on the person but generally those traumas are when we're going through these experiences we're focused on other stuff so when we're being damaged we don't even notice we're being damaged because we're just trying to make it through the situation it's not until after and there comes the healing now the healing is the longest part like my scar that took literally two seconds if not milliseconds i don't even remember it being that long mind you concept of time was gone then i it took two seconds we're gonna go for two seconds to for it to melt into my arm anymore it would have gone straight from my muscle and but it took 
months to heal and then we pick don't tell me you don't pick at your scabs because i swear to god we all pick mentally and physically physically we can't just oh we've got to see that scab we've got to make it bleed and we don't mean to make it bleed but we do i don't care what anybody says when you pick a scab you there's a little part of you that wants to see the blood you want it because you want another scab to pick mentally we are just the fucking same we can't allow things to heal because healing takes time and we're in a rush. We want to see everything done and dusted. We have expectations of time and how we should heal and what's the right way to heal. And everybody's different. And people were telling me creams for my arms. Some of them worked. Some of them were horrendous and actually made it worse. Everybody's got their own opinion on what's best, right? But we, we pick and mentally we pick. When we, when we go through some trauma, mentally, mentally, we can't understand what's happened. We can't comprehend. I think half the time it is trying to pick apart what, what went wrong. So we're picking, constantly picking at it. And essentially it's not doing us any good because we're trying to find a reason when logically there is none there was no logical reason for me to stick my arms in a washing machine to fix it when i had no experience of fixing a washing machine i could pick that apart forever i could still be punishing myself for it now because that was dumb i could have lost an arm i could have done you know i'm fully aware of this but i had to leave it and let it heal and that took time and I'd say months because it got a little bit infected because I wouldn't go and get it sorted out first. And that's that's another thing. A lot of people leave stuff to be infected in their minds. Like we do things that we think we can are right, but actually we're actually making it worse. We're ignoring the issue. We're ignoring that there's a problem and it's leaking out in other ways. It's bleeding on people. We're picking up parts and throwing throwing all our crap onto other people and really we're just not looking at ourselves and how we can heal these scars and how we can fix our scars as well our fix our, our wounds ourselves to make those scars. And I think the final piece of it is you are never gonna look the same again. Let me repeat that for you. You are never going to look, be, or anything you were before the trauma, before the scar, before the experience. You are never going to be the same. You're also never going to look the same. But that's not a bad thing. Well, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Because you're wiser, you can turn whatever bad is turned into good. Knowing that big, it can never happen again. When we allow our wounds to turn to scars, that every time we remember that scar, we remember what we've been through and what we never want to put ourselves through again. But it will never look the same. My arm will never not have a scar on it now. But it's part of my imperfection. It's also a reminder to never try and fix the washing machine again. But you live and learn. But that's my point. And when, when mentally we have scars, it makes us different. I, I think a lot of the issues, people try and go back 
to who they were. You can't. You cannot go back to who you were. It's not possible. You have been scarred. You have been left with something. You have been you have had to heal from something you've experienced something individual to you that cannot because scars can the only way a scar could disappear is if it was made everybody was the same because then it would dispense the scar and that's just not possible because if everybody was experienced the same then you would be no different. But then again, think about it. Would you want everybody to have your scars? There's no way I'd want anybody to try and attempt to fix a washing machine the way I did. Nope. Never going to happen. Always. Always. Get somebody professional. You know, give a damn. Like, it's just not worth it. But you learn from your scars. Your scars are like badges of honour that changed you and made you into the person you are. Who knows what you would have been? You could have been a different... You would have been a different person without these scars. But there's a person that's like going, what if? Well, you know what? That what if is never going to happen. So what's the point of thinking what if? What if is never going to happen? You already gone down this route once you made that decision of healing and stuff like that. That's what changed you. You can't predict what what wounds you get unless it's self-inflicted but even then we never go into those situations expecting the wounds that we walk away with because generally when it's self-inflicted we never think it's going to be as bad as it is or goes to but you're never going to look the same as you did you're never going to be the same as you was but that's not necessarily a bad thing you can't go through situations that change you and not expect to be changed you can't go back in time in some cases it'd be nice but I always think I like the scars that I hold now the scars that I hold now made me a person into wanting to do the podcast the scars that I hold now give me funny stories that just seem dumb at the time. These scars I have on my body, I've got a scar from where I slice my hand open, going to tell my brothers it was dinner. I got scars on my stomach from keyhole surgery from a topic I nearly died from. Um, I have stretch marks that are technically scars from the two beautiful children that I've had these scars are never going to go with but part of me even though I don't like them especially stretch marks part of me looks and goes I wouldn't have had them if I hadn't have had the journey that I've had and wouldn't be this person without that journey we need them we don't go through we Fair enough to some of the situations that we go through, we don't necessarily need in our life. And people go through some horrific things. And power to you that you carried on, and I respect you absolutely completely. But within that, you have a power. 
you have that ability to look at that scar and go, man, I survived that. I don't know how, but I did. And it changed me and it made me to the person I am now. And you have no idea what person it can also make you into in the future. If you are currently healing, you have no idea what that scar. I've seen people take mental scars and turn them into amazing ideas and concepts. Seeing people that have taken the scars from um, eating disorders and turn them into books and helping people. Turn their addiction stories into how to help others not, not having to be down that route. These are scars as well, but they were turned into something beautiful. There is a strength in every mental scar we are given. There is a beauty in every single physical scar that we are given. It's one of those, I suppose it is down to perspective. You have to heal to have that perspective changed and how you can change it. Mine was, I grew up, my main mental scar is I grew up in a household that wasn't exactly the best. And it left me with lots of mental scars, but it left me, when I healed from them, of a wound. And a, after the wound had healed, it left me with a scar that said, if I can stop one person going through this and, and feeling the way I did, then I've served my purpose. My scar gave me that strength. And scars have strength in them because you had strength to heal from them, but you have to heal first. It is the most important thing. So I'm gonna go back for it. First one, the trauma we get from our scars, the trauma we get from to get to the point of our scars is never what we expect. Never, never is it ever. It always comes from a place, these traumas, because these traumas can never be from a place that we expect. Because we never, nobody expects the worst to happen. It, we think of the worst, but trauma comes from the worst, the worst. Right? So, I said, don't punish yourself for not knowing these traumas were, were happening to you. Because you were so focused on something else. Because... Trauma is about mis misdirection. You're getting through one thing while your brain's been damaged another way. Your mind's been damaged another way. And you're surviving when it's physical. You, you, you're focused on keeping yourself alive. So the damage you receive to your body means nothing at the time. Because it's misdirected. It's only once you stop and you see the wound that you realise now you've got to heal. And that's, a, that's the next point. Heal. Give yourself time. Give your... If you need help, seek it. But you have to give yourself time to heal. Don't pick. It's so tempting. So tempting to pick, to, to outlet to others, to, to not allow yourself to, to heal, to... Rather the devil you know than the devil you don't. It's so much comfortable, comfortable to stay where you are and be forever bleeding. But eventually you'll run out of blood. 
and it will only cause you worse damage to you. Allow yourself to heal and allow yourself the time to heal. heal. Healing does not have a time span. There isn't no, right, well, this wound takes that long to heal. This mental mental issue or this trauma took that long to heal. Nope, 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 nope. Can I just repeat? No. There is no set time for healing. The only thing you can do is take care of yourself in that point. That's it. That's all you can do. And eventually, that wound will heal and one day you'll realise it's just the scar. And that leads me to my last point. Be goddamn fucking proud of your scars. You're never going to look the same. You're never going to be the same. But that is your strength. You have so much strength in that scar. You have so much strength that came from I survived that. And now I can take it with me to learn for the future. Or possibly help somebody else of the future. That scar has all the possibilities of saving somebody. Or maybe just saving yourself from ever going through that again. Allow your scars to heal. Allow your wounds to heal. To become scars. Then be proud of the scars because you allowed them to heal. And what they could do for the future. For you, for others, for everyone. You have no idea what that scar can turn into. As I say, I know people who have got scars. And they're scars. And sometimes... I don't even know how they turn their wound into a scar. I honestly don't. But more power to them so yes first one trauma is always from misdirection we never realise it's going to come we never expect it there's expecting the worst and there's expecting the worst of the worst nobody's ever going to expect that two once you've been wounded allow it to heal once you've had time to acknowledge the wound and obviously you've got to acknowledge it first but allow yourself to heal and there is no expectation of time and the third point be proud of your scar because as much as my scar on my arm is an odd one man do i know how to laugh about it now i know that every time i look at it i think to myself you fucking idiot what made you think that but i also think man how far i've come since then not just in being a bit wiser but I've taken that's bad English. I've taken my ego down a good couple of points since then. A good couple of points since then. And that's all that I do by looking at an inch by inch scar on my arm. Our scars are beautiful, just as we are. Whether they're mental or physical. Be proud of what you've survived. But from your survival, thrive from it. By knowing what you can do. Well, not even knowing. By seeing what you can do for the future. For yourself. Maybe for others. Who knows? No point. We don't know. But be proud of your scars. You did well. Well done. You made them into a scar. And on that note, 
don't try and fix a washing machine yourself and uh good day good brew if you like this episode and want to listen to more i have over 60 episodes of a couple with and they go from me talking on my own about subjects and stories of my life to others and some people i've spoken to have incredible incredible stories and that's what it's all about talking about people's stories over a cup of tea and having those open conversations so like i say if you like share subscribe rate that's all appreciated and thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this